Welcome to Grandma and Her Gummies, a fun and educational podcast about real-life cannabis stories and lessons for safer cannabis use for everyone. If you're looking for ways to ease pain, inflammation, anxious feelings, or just want to chill and get better sleep, we'll share with you the latest scientific research and tips about cannabis products and innovation, which just might help improve your quality of life. Listen in for the basics about cannabis and walk away with important resources and education. But most of all, have fun and enjoy the cannabis stories. Want to share your cannabis story? Contact us at grandmaandhergummies.com. Hello to my cannabis curious listeners. Welcome and thanks for joining us today. I'm Steve with the Cannabis Wellness Group and the host of Grandma and Her Gummies our educational podcast with real-life cannabis stories for safe and effective cannabis use. And as I like to say, it's not about getting high, it's about getting better. Better sleep, better relief, and better quality of life. Well, my guest today is Dr. Leah Johnson, medical cannabis specialist, pharmacist, and the owner and founder of Alchemist Consulting. We're both graduates from the University of Maryland School of Pharmacy, where we earned our master's in medical cannabis science and therapeutics, and you are going to love her energy, as I have come to over the past year. And so I invited her to speak with you and with me on the important topic of cannabis and CBD synthetics. And what I mean by that is there are so many products on the market today, which many of you see, and frankly, they're very confusing. And they also may not be safe. Specifically, there's one product over this last year got a ton of attention called Delta 8. It's kind of the gentler cousin of Delta 9, which is THC, and it's what gets you high. So the reason I want you, our listeners, to hear about this and about Delta 8 is that I've been getting so many questions about, hey, what is it? Is it safe? And most importantly, why can I get it in my state where cannabis is not legal? Am I going to get in trouble? What's the deal? So Join us and listen in as we talk a little bit more about it and give you some good tips on how to approach it or not. So welcome, Leah. Uh, before we jump in into our stories and our discussion, can you please tell the listeners a little bit about yourself and maybe add something that I may not have told them? Sure thing. Thank you so much for having me, Steve. My name is, as you mentioned, Dr. Leah Johnson, and my focus actually in cannabis came from my background in traditional Chinese herbs. So I actually was a formulator and worked with patients with traditional Chinese herb regimens and therapeutic uh, therapy, then decided to go to pharmacy school to learn more about interactions between herbals and medications. And then I kind of did a full circle and came back to plant-based therapy when the focus of medical cannabis started becoming more prevalent and there's more research and more data coming out. Um, and I actually started working with patients in long-term care facilities uh, with the two uh, cannabis products that are currently FDA approved on the market, which is Marinol, which is a synthetic cannabinoid um, that's very similar in the structure to, or almost identical in the structure to THC, mm -hmm. and as well as um, Epidiolex, which is a um, not synthetic, it's actually an extracted cannabinoid uh, from, which is CBD. So I started utilizing those and then uh, realized that there were many, many better products out there and uh, patients needed a lot more focus. So I started working directly with patients. So that's what I do currently is I work one-on-one -on -one with patients. 
based on their ailments and their current medications and their um, past medical history and their lab work, I will decide, I help them figure out what's the best product for them for their ailment and give them recommendations on how to use it. And uh, most patients usually choose to continue our uh, therapy with me where we actually check in on a daily basis or weekly basis to uh, monitor their therapy to make sure that they are at the proper dose and utilizing it correctly. And then once they feel better and feel great, they they graduate from my services and uh, they go on with their life unless something else happens and then they come back. So that's what I do. Excellent. Well, in my opinion, pharmacists are so important and in sometimes I think underrated. So thank you. Thank you for what you do. And thank you for clearly helping patients. This is a bit of why we created Graham and Her Gummies as a podcast, just to educate the general public. People have basic questions about what THC is, what CBD is. And uh, and so this is a really important topic about these other products that are out there. And they're in places that are not where it is fully legal. But guess what? You can go to Shell Station, you can go to the corner store, and you can pick up these things that are Delta 8 and Delta 10 and all of these crazy products. And they all look they look real. They look like they're legit. But what I want to do is have you explain a little bit about what are these products? Let's call them synthetics, right? Yep. Cannabis synthetics. Tell us a little bit about what are they and and you know how, how can people develop them like they're doing it? You are correct. They are absolutely synthetic. And the reason we call them synthetic is because they are chemically altered to get to their final product. So what the, the states that cannot get raw THC dominant flower, normally known as the medicinal, the medical side of the plant, um, even though at this point, they're really both medicinal. So it's also known as a type one type plant. A type one has THC dominant cannabinoids in it. And what you find, um, since they can't have those plants, they'll go with a type three plant, which is CBD dominant plant. And then what they'll do is they'll extract the CBD and then when you extract CBD, if you put it under heat and under under an acid uh, acid condition, um, in other words, adding acid to it, often in these cases it's sulfuric acid, and it's obviously something we don't want to be ingesting in our system. Mm -hmm. um, it converts the CBD first to delta nine THC, which is the synthetic version of delta nine THC, and then converts it again to the synthetic delta eight THC. So because this is not being monitored. This is when the companies will say, well, we, we have to have less than 0.3% of, of Delta 9 THC. Not It does not specify anything about Delta 8 or Delta 10 or the other, other versions of it. So you can actually see products in your, like you said, the CVS, Walgreens, your, your local pharmacy, your grocery store, even your liquor stores. Um, I actually have a patient who uses um, a great product that um, I absolutely would recommend, which is called Can, which is a very low dose uh, THC product that is natural, uh, a naturally extracted. It's not a it's not a uh, synthetic. And she was trying to look for a cheaper version in her own state because obviously reputable products do get expensive because of all the uh, taxes and whatnot that these reputable companies have to utilize. So she saw in her local grocery store, there was um, in the alcohol section, there was a ton of these Delta 8 products. One can had up to 25 milligrams of Delta 8 THC in it. And, and then she saw a couple others that had, you know, a three milligram in the can. And 
So she reached out to me saying, well, you know, these are obviously a lot cheaper and it mm-hmm. says Delta eight. So wouldn't those just be okay to use? And what I explained to her is that right now, the only products that are really safe to use are ones that either A, are from a dispensary, because from a dispensary, they are obligated to go through the hoops to verify safety. They can't have a product that has not been tested and not been verified in a dispensary because all products require testing and certificate of analysis, also known as C of A. But when it comes to Walgreens and when it comes to, you know, the pharmacies and the grocery stores, really, it's not really put, it's kind of almost put in the same class, almost as herbal supplements, where it's just, oh, well, you want some more energy in your soda here, let's add some uh, natural herbal to it to give it a boost. Mm -hmm. And that's what they're doing is they're saying, oh, well, I know people are going to buy all these products and they have Delta A in, in, in gummies. They have Delta A in pretty much anything. What I recommend to my patients at this point is if you see the word Delta, don't buy it because Hmm. even because natural Delta nine THC naturally extracted Delta nine THC, which is also known as just THC, which is what everybody commonly knows as THC, that product is safe. And we know it's safe. It's been tested. We've had many, many years of product safety and testing, but we we really don't with the Delta 8. We do know, again, it's, it's, it's extracted. It comes from it. But when it says Delta, you should always question it because a natural product that was safely extracted and naturally made uh, using THC will just say THC. It won't say Delta 8 or Delta 9 or Delta 10 THC. It'll just say THC. THC. Interesting. Okay. Well, hold on now. You've (laughs) just gone through a lot of information. So let me back it up just for a second so that it's easy for the listeners to understand. First, what I heard you say, and what, as I understand it as well, is that these compounds are naturally occurring in the plant. So Delta nine, as we all know it, it's a naturally occurring component. So I want everyone to know that this is these are naturally occurring elements in the plant. Delta-9 is the number one produced compound in the plant. And Delta-8 is way down river, like way, way, way <laughs> small, 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 tiny, tiny amounts. So we want I want people to know, yes, they are naturally occurring. What we're worried about is when people are now trying to increase the amount so they can shove, what'd you say, 30 milligrams into a can or they can put it into candies, or we're seeing all of it. And ultimately, I think the message I just heard you say is for the listeners, if you see it, say Delta anything, Delta 9, Delta 10, Delta 8, these are all most likely produced in a way that are not tested for safety. And they're probably definitely not regulated as we know as they should be as it comes through a legal dispensary. Did I get that right? Correct. And even more so... If it says the word Delta, it most like, well, if it's Delta 8, it definitely is, or Delta 10, it definitely is. But even Delta 9, if it says the word Delta, you can almost be assured that it was synthetically made and not Mm -hmm. extracted. Mm -hmm. And it's the synthetically made cannabinoids that have not had the proper testing to verify that the product was made safely that all of the acids, including sulfuric acid, if, if that's what the company used, has been removed properly. And so in even if you say, well, you know what, 
it was made in a, in a lab that is a pharmaceutical grade lab. They've been doing this for years. They know how to extract. There's no, we've tested it. There's no residual solvents left. My biggest question is, well, where is the research that has been done for years and years and years showing us that a milligram level of Delta-8 THC is safe? We know that micro levels of Delta-8 are safe because that's what's always been naturally in the plant. When we mm -hmm. utilize the plant, when we utilize the product, Delta-8 natural THC will naturally be, will come out of the plant. So Delta-8 can be absolutely natural, but again, in microscopic amounts, not in milligrams. Mm -hmm. so, we, so even if it was safely tested and we can verify Oh, and a lot of people hear this from the places they get these products. Oh, I know the person directly who makes this. They've been doing it for years. It's in a pharmaceutical safe lab. They test it, whatnot. At the end of the day, there is no research that verifies that milligram level of Delta-8 is safe over a long period of time because we just haven't done the research in it because it's not something we ever looked into. We always focused on Delta-9 THC or just general THC, but not Delta-8 THC. Um, I mean, yeah. the research yeah. has been done on medical cannabis, you know, for really for, for over a hundred years at this point. So we have a great grasp about CBD and THC, but really the, some of the other and other minor cannabinoids we're starting to get more research on, but the reason why they haven't gone mainstream and the reason why people aren't going all about them is a most of the other minor cannabinoids do not cause euphoria, do not cause that high. Mm -hmm. So people don't actively seek them, but they are getting starting to get sought after for medical uh, like medical ailments, um, mm -hmm. like specific types of cancer or specific ailments. But in general, they're also not highly sought after because more research still needs to come out to verify what dose, how it's used, what the response is, are there issues, you know, so it's just time and it's just data that we're looking for. And, you know, we might find out that Delta 8 down the road, we might find great research on it if it's made safely and properly but again we need to get to that point and we're just not there yet to really know the safety so and the other thing i always say to people too is it's not just the product itself it's also the regulation and the reason i mention that is because often there are these products especially in locations like the grocery store the pharmacy um random shelves where you assume that you know they're selling them on the market. They should be safe. But truthfully, because these products are not obligated to be tested, they could say there's 5,000 milligrams of whatever they want in it. And they can literally sprinkle like two, two little, like two little wisps of nothing into the product. When you have them sold in locations that are not monitoring them to make sure or requiring testing, they end up, um, potentially not even having in them what they say they have in them. And right. often it could be a, even a placebo effect. Yeah. So important. I'm, I want to recap a few points that are really, really key. And, and, you know, folks here, you have a medical cannabis specialist pharmacist who dedicates a lot of her time and effort, helping people improve their quality of life with specific direction on how to use cannabis. And so we're, what we're saying is cannabis is safe, has an incredibly safe profile 
she talks a lot about research that needs to be done on things like Delta-8, but we know through tons of research on Delta-9 and CBD, high safety profile, minimal adverse effects. So I want everyone to know that it is still safe. It's that you have to get it from a reputable place. The other point that I want to make is why can people get this? Well, guess what? There is a, the farm bill in 2018 was what allowed hemp to be legal. And that's why you saw CBD products everywhere because that comes from hemp. What clever people have done is they've used loopholes and how to do what you said and take the seed, the, the hemp and create synthetically derived Delta eight through unique processes. And is it legal? Is it not legal? It's kind of gray, but what we want everyone to know is just stay away from it for now to be safe because the Delta eight compound is safe. It's the, all the other elements that they're using to extract it that may not be safe. And I think that's really, really important. The other thing I think, Leo, maybe you can say is, you know, about this farm bill, it was great, did a lot of really important things, had a lot of things wrong with it and missing. It's up for, let's say, not renewal, but there's going to be a new version this year. And so what do you think is going to happen in this farm bill? And why is that important for general consumers? In this new farm bill, what we're hoping is the focus is for product milligram level of CBD, I'm sorry, of THC um, that can be shipped in the mail legally. I personally hope that it's like two milligrams of THC or five milligrams of THC and under. Uh, the reason I say that is because I think that um, two, two milligrams of THC, nobody really has a problem with. They might start getting a little kind of out of it. So, you know, obviously there's a safety profile for it for patients who are not cannabis naive, but, and I definitely wouldn't, I would say people usually start feeling it between the two milligrams and the five milligrams. One thing is we're thinking that they're going to set a actual milligram limit instead of a percentage because percentage doesn't make sense. The larger the, you have a three tiered wedding cake, you can obviously have a higher <laughs> amount of milligrams of THC in it than you can if you've got like a one, you know, a tiny gummy. Right. So, so you, what you're saying is it still fits in the percentage, but man, there's a thousand milligrams in there just because it's a massive cake. Exactly. So that's really, you know, people got around that loophole. So that's one big thing. The other thing that I hope that they focus on is um, if they could potentially focus on naturally extracted cannabinoids. So, you know, a lot of people will say to me, well, if I, if I shouldn't be using the deltas in states that do not uh, monitor or are legal for uh, cannabis, uh, what should I take for my different ailments? And truthfully, you can get amazing CBD derived products that are that you know are less than that 0.3% THC, but still have naturally extracted THC in it. But again, it's going to be a CBD dominant product from a type one plant that the extraction came from. Mm -hmm. And so I think the issue is a lot of people are not focusing as much on those benefits that you can actually get with CBD derived flower um, extractions. Um, yeah. So that's one thing I think the farm bill, those are the two things I really hope the farm bill focuses on is trying to like get rid of this, the synthetic cannabinoids. My biggest take home for synthetics is if it's synthetically made, we don't really know what it might do down the line. You might take it once or twice and feel great and fine, but how do we know what's going to happen when you're utilizing the product every single day, multiple times a day through many, many years? We don't know. And that's where research comes in and why it's so important 
that the farm bill gets updated and that we monitor as science goes and update things you know, so we noticed, hey, we can't go by percentage on the last farm bill. We noticed it caused a big problem. So all we can do is follow regulations and update and improve on regulations as we see loopholes forming um, in the in the country. Exactly. And I think the farm bill most likely will be updated sometime in the fall. I really hope that it does provide that clarity, but also it changes it so that these little loopholes can't be made to the product. So, so really removing the synthetics, the ability to create a synthetic. I think we're both, we're both aligned there. Really looking forward to, to when that comes out. In the meantime, everybody, Layette just mentioned a situation, what, three, four, five years ago that maybe everyone heard. And if you haven't, it was a scenario where, where kids or people were using vape pens and then being rushed to the hospital with really damaged scarring in their lungs. Well, guess what? What they found, it wasn't the cannabis in the in the product. It was that vitamin E acetate that was added to the product. That's where the danger was. And so that is the same thing we're talking about with any of these deltas. It's not that the delta eight is a dangerous component. It naturally occurs in the plant. It's what is added during the process that we don't know whether it's a carcinogen or, or anything that could be dangerous. So Leah, I, I hear you saying a few things. One is just avoid it for now, th- those deltas, if it's got a delta in it. Two, if you're going to do something, buy it from a reputable source, right? A licensed dispensary so that you know that there's been the testing and then some some form of regulated testing. And then three is stay tuned because we've got a uh, we've got an update to the farm bill, which, which would be good. Do, do you have any other thoughts or words of wisdom you might want to share or advice for the listeners? Sure. Just um, one other thing, because there's this big question. And I actually uh, found out recently a colleague of mine who um, has been using medical cannabis for years. um, He let me know about his dispensary and I looked them up and I was surprised that I saw Delta everywhere. And I'm like, if it's a reputable dispensary, they don't usually put Delta on the package because people question if it's fake. Um, at that, at the same dispensary, there was flour. Um, uh, for those of your listeners who don't know the term flour, flour is also another term for bud or weed or marijuana, or pretty much it's the raw material that people will smoke mm-hmm. um, or, or, or vape with. And a lot of people will say, well, how is there Delta 8 flour? Or how is there Delta 9 flower that comes from hemp that doesn't make any sense? Obviously, it can be grown that way. So sadly, that's not at all how it happens. The way that it's actually created is that first, the synthetic uh, liquid is made, the synthetic isolate of uh, Delta 8 or Delta 9 or Delta 10 THC is, is created, um, again, with heat and acid put on the CBD molecule, which is then converted to Delta 8, uh, Delta 9 or Delta 8 or Delta 10. Hmm. And what happens is then they take raw uh, CBD flower, the normal type 3 CBD flowers. uh, And what they do is they either soak it in the synthetic liquid that they've created, or they spray the flower with it, or they dry out the liquid and they kind of sprinkle it or roll it in it. So at the end of the day, it's just hemp flour, which is so hemp flour and CBD dominant type A. These are all 
the same words for the same thing. Um, they'll take hemp dominant flower or hemp flower and they will spray it or they will soak mm. it in the synthetic material. So if you see Delta nine hemp flower or Delta eight flower or Delta or cannabis or bud or whatever you want to call it, you are inhaling synthetic material. So it's important to know that Delta eight, Delta nine and Delta 10 hemp flower is actually synthetically sprayed hemp flower. Mm, mm. How about that, listeners? I mean, you know, I don't want to have something that I thought was so natural that has been sprayed with something. And, you know, that's one of the main reasons is that there's so many ways around it that 14 U.S. states have now made Delta 8 illegal and it's yep. increasing, right? So state by state, they're doing their thing, which I think is important. And back to the mission for Graham and her gummies, it's about safe and effective cannabis use. And today we were talking about, you know, safety and you got to watch out caveat emptor, make sure you're, you, if you're, if you're going that way, do it from a licensed dispensary. But what we're advising is just avoid it until it can be clarified and look for better products. And there's so many other CBG or the acid forms of CBDA and CBGA that are so promising, non-intoxicating. And uh, that's another, that'll be another episode. How about that, Leah? Oh, yeah. I'm all about DHCV right now, non-psychoactive and helps with weight loss. So a lot of my patients are getting very curious about that cannabinoid. Hmm, there you go. That's a nice teaser. THCV and um, non-intoxicating and might help with weight loss. Wait a second. I think we got something. Well, with that, I um, I think that's that was a, a good conversation. Thanks again, Leah, for all that you're doing to make a difference and for joining me today. And to you and all of our Cannabis Curious listeners, I wish you peace and good cannabis wellness. Thanks for listening to Grandma and Her Gummies. If you like what you heard, the best thing you can do is share this episode with your friends and family. And be sure to follow and review us at Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen in. To learn more about resources and products for safe and effective cannabis use, or to share your cannabis story, visit our website at grandmaandhergummies.com.